This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Scotty Ray. Kurt, I ran out of coffee. I drank a Red Bull for breakfast. I'm riding the bull today. I'm very ready. All right. This man is controlling a robot with his butthole. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's bananas. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bananas. That's Scotty Landis. That's Kurt Brownoller, my main dude. How you doing, Kurt? I'm good, Scotty. I'm very excited about our guest today. She's Me too. absolutely fantastic. You can watch her new Netflix special, Sweet and Salty, or her podcast of Sincerely Fortune. Please welcome to the mm-hmm. show, Fortune Feemster. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. This is Bananas. Oh, there yep. it is. That's all you got to do for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Every good. time we say anything, just say, this is bananas, and then we'll just do a little a sound bite of just somebody <laughs> singing bananas. It's perfect, because I actually say that that's bananas all the time. Great. We actually had we had Erin Brockovich on, yeah. and she mm-hmm. said, that's bananas. I'm not kidding you. I think 200 wow. times. Wow. <laughs> and she's seen some stuff. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she's it was she's really, really been in the brand. trenches. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. How are you? How you been, Fortune? I've been good. Just uh, you know, living life as good as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, started doing a couple of like uh, trying to figure my way back into stand up. You know, like yes. most of us uh, doing some virtual things, and I just did two minor league baseball shows. Uh, or shows at minor league baseball fields, which was awesome. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's a great idea. Where where were back those? home? Back in um, near Charlotte uh, in Columbia, South Carolina. I'm from North Carolina, and mm-hmm. I really wanted to go see my mom because it'd been ten months since I'd yeah. seen yes. her and some of my family. And I was like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get on a plane. I'm gonna wear a hazmat suit and make it happen. <laughs> sure. And uh, it was so great. It's nice to see everybody and. We were all safe. And then I did those shows, and it was so fun. I was like, I never, ever in a million years thought I would be on a baseball field doing stand-up. Yeah. But here we are. Were you, like, on the pitcher's mound? I was on Where home plate. You? They put, you were on home yeah, plate. They, oh, that's amazing. They put, um, they put, like, a little stage on home plate, and then, you know, everybody sat very socially distanced in the uh, uh-huh. stand. And they, the promoters took it real serious. They were temperature checking everybody and... Uh, and everyone could sit as, cause we only sold uh, so many tickets cause we wanted it to right. be safe. 
and uh, they could sit as far apart as they wanted. It was great, and you and you could hear you could hear, you could hear all the laughter, laughter, which that's great. Wow. For, Kurt, you got for do someone one. who'd been yelling at car windows at drive you know, <laughs> driving shows. This was like such a treat. Yeah, I just did my first uh, drive-in show. Yeah, it's uh, different on Saturday. Yeah, it's just you're literally just li- listening for a couple honks yeah. in the back to see if like that new joke works or not. Yeah, and it is that what people do? They honk at you when they that's their laughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honk oh, or gosh. lights or sometimes <laughs> you can hear the first couple rows because they roll their windows down, but it's not it's not the same. It's not the but same. With, no, I mean, with this um, baseball field, the the laughter, it's it almost is it um, it almost is hmm. trapped in the space, so oh, it all yeah. there sitting for you. It's really nice. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to cry, uh, just hearing laughter like that again. I was like, oh my gosh! Oh, that's great. This is so cool. Amazing, amazing. Oh, yeah, great. I love minor league parks. We uh. I remember I had sort of one of those moments in life where you suddenly realize you're getting older uh-huh. at the in Coney Island they have the Brooklyn Cyclones yeah. and their minor league team it's a really cool stadium and out front this is like 10 years ago they uh, had a speed gun they had like one of those things where you could throw right. a ball and see how fast you can throw it. and I hadn't done that since my since high school probably and um so there was free or whatever, and we're walking in, and it's like if you throw it over sixty-five miles an hour, you get a Cyclones T-shirt or whatever it was. And I was like, no sweat. And I like took the ball, threw it as hard as I've ever thrown anything in my life, and it was like fifty-five. And my arm hurt immediately, like it like rattled down to my wrist. You know, didn't I played it off? And it's like you can go again if you want. That was pretty close. And I was like. Nah, I'm I'm good. I I was like that was my greatest effort, and then I just turned into an old man and turned into dust and blew into the No T-shirt for you. <laughs> no, yeah, just bought a thirty-five dollar one and act like I threw it sixty-five. So, guys, um, you, you want to hear about this uh, this man controlling a robot with his butt? Please, this is a, more than like anything a genius to me. Uh, I think he might be. This is. Uh, <laughs> This was sent in by, of course, Copy Haste. Thank you for sending. Copy Haste sends us so much oh, stuff. Oh, really? Guys, yes. go to our Instagram, uh, The Bananas Podcast. Send us some crazy news. Uh, we'll Please. We'll on the oh, yeah. show. This is from Vice, uh, written by Samantha Cole, doing her best work, living her best oh, life. She's so good. Uh, this man is controlling a robot with his butthole. Danny Ploger's <laughs> behind performance art installment uses a hacked anal probe to drive a little bot around with his sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, he is an artist in the Netherlands. Um, mm-hmm. He, this is all about, like, he, all, the, all of his language is about, here, I'll, I'll read the okay. language. Behind Please. offers a unique Internet of Things solution to fully integrate your sphincter muscle in everyday living. <laughs> yes. The revolutionary anal electrode-powered interface system replaces conventional <laughs> hand and voice-based device interaction and enables advanced digital control rooted in the interiors of your body. Wow. Yeah. So he, oh. he I watched the video. It's true. It's a little, it's like this little, imagine like a Roomba, mm-hmm. then it's got like a cone on top of it, and it sure. has what it looks like shit smeared Ooh. all over it. Oh, smart. Uh-huh. I'm, uh, I don't want to uh, gross you guys out, but I'm currently trying to move my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> it uh-huh. doesn't have a lot of range of motion. 
I think yeah. it's, just, it's like on off. <laughs> it's like a Kegel sort of. It's like a butt Kegel. I'm just yeah. like maybe I could open a bottle of wine with it, but I don't know if I could control a remote control. Yeah, like how do you if you want the robot to turn left? <laughs> yeah, we're all. Yeah. I wish you could see this video. We yeah. might have to try and release this video of us well, trying to turn. I'm just like uh, I'm moving my eyes. Um, <laughs> and he's uh, he's from, he's Dutch, Kurt. He's from the he's from Amsterdam. He's from the Netherlands. But like, yeah. but like, why? You know what I mean? He said, but, "Got but, your but, hands but, full." You know, he's obsessed with this idea. It was inspired by this guy uh, who I remember actually from college. Mm-hmm. This guy Stellark, this performance artist who was just like bodies are. Uh, no longer needed. We we can become robots, mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying. It's like essentially his version of like in sci-fi, what's wetware, you know, like interacting directly right. with the body with a robot. Yeah. But um, and people were asking about how it went over. Mm-hmm. The one th- up th- upsetting thing is that the robot was projecting on the wall uh-huh. actual video feed from his. Sphincter, oh, which okay. was it is not cool looking. It's not That's eye opening. <laughs> there's it's not a fun. There's thing. a very specific <laughs> group of people that are super into that. Yeah, but I, it's a small group. <laughs> yeah, there are people who do colonoscopies. That is because <laughs> it is literally from the inside. It's not the butthole. It is inside. That's cool. Um, at this champagne-fueled butthole show, Poker oh. told me that the audience's response were diverse. Mm. Quote, there was some unclarity and confusion, he said. Some asked whether the product had left the prototyping phase yet or how many had been sold already. An art collector bought one of the vacuum-sealed electrodes with feces on it. A few people left because they found it disgusting. Two people Uh wanted to try it themselves after they saw the pitch. Yep, there's always Uh, two. And then they cleaned it off. The control. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's apparently like a, a consumer product, which is called, uh, it's an, a commercially available anal electrode probe device called Anuform mm-hmm. that's uh-huh. typically well used named. to stimulate your anal sphincter muscles and pelvic floor muscles, making them stronger, according to the device. Sounds fun. Yep. Yep. To follow Sounds... the contractions of a sphincter muscle and translate to the, them glands to a small, cute consumer robot, the Keeker. It looks like a bulbous Roomba. Roomba. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I, I love this guy. If you fart, does the keeker just go zero to 60 and just <laughs> ram into the closest wall? <laughs> I oh, hope man. so. Oh, man, that would be great. <laughs> you didn't, did you? Oh, man. they. Uh, there was an artist years ago. I briefly wrote reviews for horror movies for AMCTV.com mm-hmm. when they would do October, like Fright Fest or Halloween nights or whatever mm-hmm. it was called. And I found this article about, I believe it was a Dutch, yeah, it was a Dutch performance artist who would set up things like you'd put a goldfish in a bunch of blenders across the room and then there'd be a switch and you could decide whether to turn it on or off or not. Uh And it was like this big ethical choice and like, would you be willing to kill a fish? And there's always one person that'll do it. That's the thing in life when you said there were two people that wanted, there's always somebody in any gallery show that's like, I want the full experience. Right. Let's do it. But but then I think the same guy got in trouble for feeding 
human flesh to art critics. Uh, he uh, invited them all over for dinner, no and he way. took liposuction fat and made like meatballs and fed it to art critics. <laughs> no. And it was, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, thanks. I'll Speak- stick to the uh, butt keeker, please. That's what Fortune. Am I, am I remembering correctly that you did uh, Chelsea's show and you guys all ate a bunch of weed food? Yeah, we did. It was uh, right after Chelsea lately. She did like documentary a couple documentaries for netflix which i thought were pretty good they were they were really good and uh one was on drugs and uh they they did ayahuasca but i just did the weed part uh where she had Mm. a five course meal uh and all of it every course was made with marijuana that seems too many courses i I can tell you from experience it was (laughs) like four too many courses (laughs) oh no that, yeah, I was. I, can imagine. I well, I was. Ne- I had never been funnier in my life, which I like that. <laughs> but then, but then, like an hour. There's only like an hour of that, and then it's nonsense. And yeah, then, yes. and it's a lot of. La- we were laughing. Hyster- they cut so much of it. I to this day wish we could have the other footage. Uh, yeah, we laughed till we like almost puked for so long, <laughs> but then it just like turned at one point Ooh. where her friend was like staring into space, like you know someone was breaking into the house. She was so oh, freaked boy. out. She had to go lay down, and then I, I all of a sudden just couldn't walk. I couldn't. I tried to get up and I couldn't walk. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I barely remember the. I didn't drive home. I was very responsible. They they had someone drive us home. I don't remember anything from the drive home. Oh no! Whoa. I vaguely remember getting into my house, and then I I had enough sense to know like you're useless. Don't text. Don't email. Don't tweet. Mm. Just go to very bed. Wise. And I yes. was idle like noon the next day. Oh my Ugh. god! That does not <laughs> no. sound that Thank- like. That yeah. really it turns it turns it turned, a well five courses and you know I'm not good at oh like I have no self control <laughs> with food <laughs> and they have like a really great chef making this food yeah. and oh it was no. like shrimp scampi or it was like you know beef tenderloin it was like it was even in like the butter for the rolls oh. and I and then like the dessert was like bread pudding and I was like I can't mm-hmm. not eat this. Mm. <laughs> and everybody else was like eating like a, you know like a third and i was just like <laughs> <laughs> seconds for me <laughs> thank god they don't put heroin in brownies <laughs> scotty give us another one okay i found this one this is from this week and this is from you know fortune has this god you're special sweet and salty so good oh I, thank you I watch a ton of comedy specials because a lot of my friends are comics, and and uh, it's rare that I laugh out loud when I'm home alone watching them. Mm-hmm. And there were four or five stories, bits that you tell that killed me. Uh, one of them is about Hooters. I'm no spoilers. Yep. I won't spoil. Everybody should watch it. But I found this story in your honor. Yes. Hooters offers free wings to fifth grader told to remove mask. <laughs> In class. Yes. Okay, so this little 11-year-old. Oh, right. <clears throat> this is Fox 35 Orlando. I found this one on my own. Great work, Fox <laughs> 35 Orlando. One of the best news stations in Orlando. Lots of Hands down. reporting from there. Oh, <laughs> they go places other places are afraid to go. Um, Hooters. A fifth, <laughs> Hooters. Yeah. Mostly 
They all go to Hooters. Uh, a fifth grade student went viral uh, after school told him not to wear his Hooters face mask in class. This is on uh, Zoom. You know, they're doing remote learning. Uh, and then they offered the entire school free wings for every student and staff member. 11-year-old Ian Golba has been wearing a mask from Hooters to class every day since August. <laughs> he goes to Sunset Park Elementary. I, the mask just is it's uh, orange and it says Hooters on it. It's not like the owl and it's not like the owl with the big eyes that are... There's no boobies on there. Yeah. There's no boobies, just the word Hooters. Great word. Um, <laughs> um However, the, the earlier this week, the school's principal told him that it was inappropriate and violates the student code of conduct. Now, the reason I picked this story is because of the father of Ian. The boy's father disagrees, telling Fox 35, quote, he told me it seemed offensive. It deemed offensive. I told him we go there as a family. We eat their wings. We watch sports there. I said... We have chocolate cake. (laughs) We go there all the time. It is not an offensive mask. Now, a lot of people, I know people growing up that families would go to Hooters all the time. Fortune, you mentioned this in your story, in your your set. Uh, It is a family restaurant to a lot of people. I love that the dad, exclamation point, I said we have chocolate cake. Like... (laughs) How wholesome. How wholesome are we? If they have chocolate cake, Um, they are not a titty restaurant. (laughs) That's right. You can go to a Satanist cult. You can watch a Satanist sacrifice, but if they're serving chocolate cake, that's just wholesome it's fine. family it's fun. Hey, baby, the strip club has chocolate cake. It's it's fine. (laughs) Oh. The dad goes on to say that his son is upset by all the attention. Of course, he's 11. They drew from administrators stating, quote, he was afraid that he was going to get reprimanded and in trouble and perhaps even suspended from school. I never viewed it as anything but a restaurant. Do we feel women's bodies are offensive? I don't know. I do not. <laughs> this, this, the author of this. this that, he's, t- he's taken so many different approaches yeah. to making sure that this is okay. Yeah. Yeah. He suddenly got really woke all of a yeah, sudden. Yeah, he's got a feminist oh. approach. He's got the chocolate cake approach. Yeah. Pro uh, the principal told me. <laughs> <laughs> Equal rights. Uh, Equal, yeah. This is a Hooters household. Always has been. Um, so after uh, Fox 35 story about Ian went viral, Hooters offered Ian 10 free Hooters hot wings for every student, faculty member uh, at his elementary school. And then Hooters blows oh, it. Oh, no. Great idea. They, do? <clears throat> oh. they tweet. Uh, and they, their, um, their Twitter is Hootie, and it is the owl. Hootie the Hooters owl. And this is what they tweeted. Hey, Ian. What happened is pretty lame, but you're not, and neither are free wings. I mean, come on. Let's show your school there's nothing to be ashamed about. How, how about does 10 free wings, uh, how does 10 free wings for every student faculty member sound? Uh, and then Ian's father expressed that he will be taking his son back to Hooters. So, man, all's well that, that ends pisses well. me off, though. I've talked about Hooters on every TV show I've ever been on. <laughs> I've never gotten 10 free wings. <laughs> it's in the special. <laughs> it's, it's on fucking Netflix. Come on, Hooters. Jeez. What am I going to be, a fifth grader? <laughs> yeah, she'll wear. Fortunes will wear the mask. She will wear the mask. Well, I appreciate that 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 he was trying to wear a mask. I mean, we've been begging people to wear a mask for you know six right. months, and the, I could just see some yes. dad just being like, "Ah, oh, I don't know, son. You need a mask. Uh, 
Just here. Get I this know. One. This is the only one we have. <laughs> here. Here's this. Yeah, it's so I cool. do think it's, I, that, I, it was a family restaurant for me. My entire yeah. family, because uh, I have two older brothers, and you know, when I was growing up, Hooters was like the the a boy's dream and a closeted lesbians. <laughs> 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 and uh, we we would go like my entire family would go to Hooters because uh, you really could you would because you could just order a big platter of wings and uh, sure. you feed a whole family. And we were poor and yeah. it wasn't that expensive, and so we were, we <laughs> went like I think I was. My first time there, I was like six. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if there are, are there some in L.A. Uh, there's one in Burbank. Maybe. Oh, it's Maybe. bad. The reviews, the Yelp reviews for that Burbank one are are the greatest comedy written yeah. in the last five years. Because everybody one. in no, and they're like the bathroom smells like hell. <laughs> they're like, but then they'll be like the food was good. Yeah. Like it's like people. There's one, in <laughs> one Hollywood. star. It's good. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. but like I went to, I mean, I still go there. We, I did a show in, uh, Phoenix and we decided to drive out there, uh, instead of fly. And, uh, we went to the Hooters in Phoenix and it was popping. We got it. We were like, we got to get our food to go. Cause there's too many people <laughs> just willy nilly hanging out in the Hooters right now during a pandemic. So yeah, <clears throat> I had, I was dating somebody when I was living in Brooklyn and when we broke up she moved back to where she was from and the only reason I'm not saying the state is because it's I remember the name of my server yeah. <laughs> so I drove <clears throat> I drove my then ex-girlfriend's car back down to where she was from and then flew back to New York uh, and so my flight was later that day so I checked into a hotel the hotel's restaurant was a Hooters. So I'm like, honestly, this is hilarious. I have to go do this. <laughs> so I go in and I sit at the bar and I'm sad. Like, I'm not feeling great. I'm not feeling like the uh, unchained. I'm like, oh, this sucks. Yeah. The <clears throat> bartender's name is Brooklyn. I lived in Brooklyn. I sit there. She couldn't be nicer. She was uh, hired for the right reasons and she's <laughs> super sweet server. and great server and so i order a couple beers and i'm drinking and she's like where are you from and i'm like i'm from brooklyn she goes no shit that's crazy blah blah blah. and she's like what do you do i'm like well i write um comedy on tv and i write horror movies and she's like you write scary movies i said yes she goes i don't understand why you would ever do that (laughs) and i go that's where she drew the line and i go well uh, yes, she goes. Uh, I I think you might as well just welcome Satan directly into your soul. Uh, I don't even watch horror movies. Was that a born and again I go, Hooters waitress? I think so. <laughs> so I go. Oh well, I think they're actually really fun, and like they're the only thing that you can like. You can walk away from a horror movie and come back and still have a great time. You can miss some story and still get the thrills, and it's like it's just fun. And she turned on me. She was just, she literally said that, like, it's inviting Satan into your soul. I think it's evil. I think people that look for evil find evil. And so she kind of gives it to me. And she wasn't like, go to hell, but she was just like, you're crazy. And then it was somebody's birthday. (laughs) And And Brooklyn, who just gave me hell, pours two pitchers of beer. Mm -hmm. She walks around. She's behind me, and everybody's clapping and cheering. She turns a a bar stool upside down, straddles it, and then rotates her hips like a hula hoop and does a 360 on the top of the bar stool Mm -hmm. while holding two pitchers of beer. And then after the full 360 and them singing and clapping, she pours the beers. And I'm like... (laughs) 
This was You're the like, greatest. I felt like I was converted. I started going, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I started going to church. I was born again at that moment. <laughs> It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. Everybody's, everyone has their cross to bear. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys ready for another Heck one? yeah. This is bananas. <laughs> there it is. You only got 198 more to go to catch up. I want to catch up to Aaron. <laughs> Aaron Brock. Uh, this, was, this was sent, uh, sent in by uh, at matt.tev.ans. Uh, on Instagram. Uh, Thank you, Matt. This, the title of this is from the New York Post, written by Sarah Stewart. Meet New York's beloved mass transit bandit. Mm. Uh, This Mm -hmm. is a companion story to a story we told a couple episodes ago about Tramboy. Remember Tramboy, Scotty? Oh, I love famous Tramboy. Stole a tram. 15-year-old in in Melbourne who stole a tram. And then drove it just along its route, picking up passengers very safely <laughs> for like three hours. Oh my gosh, so, I'm impressed. Yeah, he's a 15-year-old boy. He had memorized everything, how to drive the tram. It's kind of difficult. Wow. This is that kid grown okay. up. Okay. This man. Okay. New York subway system drives many of us crazy, but for one, it's a lifelong love affair. Okay. Mm-hmm. But for one man, it's a lifelong love affair he's willing to go to prison for over and over and over. Rikers Island convict Darius McCollum, known as the Train Bandit, has been arrested 32 (laughs) times for impersonating transit employees, stealing trains and buses, and driving their routes, (laughs) complete with making safety announcements and passenger stops. Sounds like they should just give him a job. Yes. Yes. No kidding. This is... So uh, he had he's uh, he has been diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, mm-hmm. uh, and McCollum, whose autism fuels his obsession with transit, is awaiting sentencing later this month for taking a Greyhound bus from Port Authority for a twenty-four hour ride until he was arrested in Brooklyn. It's a crime for which he faces a sentence up to fifteen oh, years no. to life. If no, that sounds excessive. Yeah. No shit. The 51-year-old has already spent 18 years of his life cumulatively behind bars for his deftly executed capers in which he's worn purloined MTA uniforms and falsified IDs to drive trains and buses as if he were a paid employee. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'd be more like concerned if he wasn't driving them well. Right. Yeah, sure. You know, but he's doing a he good he's it. doing a good job. He's like giving these people a break. He's probably yeah. doing a better job than a person who's bored with their job because he's so psyched to be and there. And people with Asperger's yes. have very specific skills and they're like insanely good at those skills. Mhm. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yes. I- Apparently he had memorized all of the MTA system, yeah. like all of the buses and the Amazing. subways by age 8. Wow. Which is thousands thousands of stops yeah yeah um and so so he has there's a documentary about him this this article is from 2016 there's a documentary about him that came out in 2016 called off the rails mm-hmm. um and they're essentially <laughs> like he's trying to get him the, the, essentially the argument on the on the uh uh, of the documentary is that like this guy should not be put in jail for doing this he should be given a job 
Um, but yes. because of his Asperger, something about that, uh-huh. the MTA continually says like it's a legal liability and they can't give him a job, which is so crazy. But yeah. he just is the nicest man who fucking loves trains. He's banana of the yeah. week. I love banana of the so week much. for sure. Yeah, banana, banana of the week for banana sure. Of the banana year. of the year. I mean, like yeah. this guy. It's been a shitty year. I don't want him you to get, go to jail. You, we for need this, this guy. <clears throat> I don't want no, no, not at all. I think he's still awaiting. Uh, I looked up his Wikipedia, and his Wikipedia wasn't super updated. Yeah. Let's um, do it. He has a Wikipedia. But it does have. <laughs> nice. Anybody can adjust Wikipedia. It, I mean, at least it's not. He's, uh, you know, you hear those stories about every now and yeah. then someone takes a plane for a joyride. That's a yes. little bit more insane to me. Right, because yeah. the landing of part yeah. is the tough part. <laughs> yeah. A, Going up a bus, is fun. You're like, ah, I think we're okay. <laughs> I was on an Amtrak from New York to Baltimore to visit my folks, and it something was in the track, and uh, it was oh, an yeah. Excella, and I was sitting across from uh, o- uh, Gail King. Is that her name? Oprah's, Oprah's friend. Oprah's bestie. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Gail is directly across from me, and uh, I always liked in New York, and I think people say this about New York, that like celebrities can kind of not get bothered. Famous people can kind of live a little, you know, paparazzi still exists and stuff, but overall New Yorkers kind of leave people Mm -hmm. alone. So this whole ride, I'm like, yeah, nobody's commenting. And I could tell a couple people recognized her. And I remember Gail being pretty tall, like a pretty tall woman. Mm -hmm. Um, So the train stops. Somebody had thrown something on the tracks and we stopped somewhere and they were like there's we're gonna bring in a train up on the other track everybody on this train's gonna have to disbar this is after like 45 minutes of sitting there everybody's bothered and i just kept thinking like wow this is so nice that everybody's leaving everybody alone or that lame thing where people take that kind of opportunity to strike up a conversation being like wow this is nuts <laughs> i know exactly who you are um so the other train arrives and we, the captain's like, okay, we're going to do it car by car. We're going to get off, and you're going to cross and get on. And this woman who was on a different car had walked up, and she sees uh, Gail. And she goes, hey, everyone, it's Oprah's oh, friend, Gail. Yeah, oh, no. It's Gail. Hi, Gail. And, every, and Gail's like, hi, how are you? <laughs> and I felt so bad. And like then we go out on the platform to switch, and this woman's like, wow, Oprah's friend. No. And it was, this was like a 60-year-old woman just blowing up her privacy. <laughs> it was so cruel. It was like, leave people alone. She doesn't, well, she's going to Baltimore. Nope, there's nothing great waiting for you there. Yeah, rest that woman, not this guy. <laughs> yeah, rest that woman. She goes to jail for 18 years. <laughs> yeah, let it's her take friend. this guy's spot. <laughs> oh, man. I love having an. I love. I love the idea of having an obsession that you're just. He to go to he jail drove for. just the trains or buses too. I, he has driven everything. everything. Yeah. Trains and buses. Greyhound bus recently. Yeah. He's got an MTA buses, but he always drives the route. Yeah. Do you know what I he mean? He knows exactly where so, to go. He knows exactly when, where to stop and everything. He was really love announcements to like to it. to it's have already been arrested thirty two times. 18 years to- like off and on of jail. You love it that much that you're just like, it's so, I'm willing to it's, yeah. get locked it's up crazy. for It's crazy. It's crazy also, that there's not one sane person at the MTA who's like, he gets to work here. Yeah. Like, let yes. him work at the MTA museum uh-huh. in Penn Station. Do you know what I mean? Where he knows everything already. So you can just like tell people about the Great. MTA. Yeah. Great. Yes. 
Or give him one day a month where you put you put a supervisor and then a bodybuilder <laughs> in, and and he's allowed to drive. And if he gets a little squirrely, the bodybuilder physically picks him up and carries him off the train, and the supervisor finishes the route. Like, Just let him have like, it. Wait, you guys want us to create a job uh, once a month just so this guy can have a joyride? <laughs> And the MTA is like, we raise the price of Metro cards every month anyways. When Kurt, Kurt, how much was an unlimited monthly Metro pass when you moved to New York? I think it was 60 bucks. Yeah, when I moved, it was 76, and when I left, it was 131, and it was unlimited, but only up to so many rides. Oh, it was unlimited, but limited. Yeah, you, you can't and were have unlimited still- if you're then capping it. If you're then limiting it. I've had oh. buffets, you hear that? Yeah. Let it ride. All right. With that, let's take a little break. And we are back, guys. Thank you so much for listening to Bananas. And a reminder that we have mini-sodes available Mm -hmm. every other Thursday on Stitcher Premium. And if you guys want, if you're not a Stitcher Premium member, you can always go to stitcher.com slash bananas. Get your first month free so you can hear all of our mini-sodes and also everything on Exactly Right uh, with no ads. Uh, So go check that out. Go to the Bananas Podcast uh, on Instagram as well. And say hi to us. And call Scotty on the banana phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will 213-214-7974. And today I had um, I had 14 calls before 8 a.m. And I had forgotten to turn the phone off. So I was up at 6.50 answering the banana phone. And this voice was two or three deeper. Uh, and the first guy goes, Oh, dude, what time is it? Oh. <laughs> I go, 6.50. He's like, I'm so sorry, man. And I was like, I, I forgot to turn it off. It's all good. What do you want to talk about? He's like, I was just going to leave a voicemail. Aww. I like the podcast. You guys yeah. have respectful fans. Oh, insane. <laughs> nice They're the really politest, nice. best fans in the world. They're murderino bananimals. They came from my favorite murder. And I love that. We're, we make them giggle. Um, I got one for you guys. Great. Fortune, sometimes these stories just, uh, they tickle me as I go. So forgive me if I just start no, laughing. Please. Um, Find through. joy this wherever you in. can. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody rewind that 30 seconds and listen to that again. John Getson sent us this on Instagram. Thank you, John. This was from The Guardian. No writer. Should be, because it's awesome. <laughs> um, <clears throat> man denies turning... <laughs> Uh, man denies turning his house into a restaurant despite giant neon sign outside. <laughs> he, he's like, hey, if psychics can do it. <laughs> this? Okay. It, it's the details alone. A man has denied claims he's turned his Norwich home into a restaurant despite having a neon sign over the front door. When you walk down Earlham Road in Norwich, you might be forgiven for doing a double take and wondering whether there's a restaurant nestled among the houses of the peaceful city street. That's because 
Jesus. That's because one of the properties has a rather unmissable neon sign hanging above the front door, which, uh, which says Orlando's. <laughs> okay, so the owner, but the owner, Orlando Williams, insists he hasn't turned his seven-bedroom country house into a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> I wasn't, I, I didn't, didn't see think... Japanese coming. I was not expecting it no, to be a Japanese restaurant. not Orlando. Oh, Orlando's. Oh, <laughs> it, yeah, you know, it's, it's Florida sushi. Like, like just, yeah. it could have just been O's. That may be Japanese. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and, you know, just on a regular country road. Uh, so um, he denies turning into a Japanese restaurant despite his neighbor's claims to the contrary. People living on the residential street have told the Norwich City Council that Mr. Williams has been running a restaurant <laughs> in his home since October 2018. They claim he has been doing so without proper permission. <laughs> we will post this photo. I mean, this sign is not a little... It's not an open sign. It is probably 10 feet is wide. Or, and oh, four is feet Orlando's tall. on Yelp? <laughs> it, it's got to be. I mean, Katie, here can we you go. look it up and see if Orlando's on Yelp, please? It keeps going. Subsequently, the council has been forced to investigate the property over the discovery of whether or not he is breaching planning regulation. Williams, that's Orlando, who used to run a different Japanese restaurant on Bear Street in Norwich, denies that he has done anything wrong. Uh, speaking to the press, Williams says, quote, All I do, I have my name on my house. All I do, I have my name on my house. <laughs> All I do is... <laughs> All I do, like, I have my name on my house. people out here waiting for a table. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he added. <laughs> there is no restaurant here. End quote. There is no restaurant. I have a sign that says my name out front. I give people food. There's menus. They, it is not a restaurant. They Venmo me. <laughs> oh, guys. Get ready. Uh, <laughs> as well as having a neon sign on the front of the premises, the word Sakura is also written on the door, which was the name of his previous restaurant business. <laughs> <laughs> a Facebook account for Sakura Japanese still exists and now features an Earlham Road address, oh. which matches that of Orlando. <laughs> to fuel the fire even more, a different Facebook post from October suggests that Orlando's is a Japanese barbecue and sushi restaurant. Barbecue and sushi? <laughs> I like Japanese barbecue. Oh. So, we don't know. <laughs> The Norwich City Council has reportedly visited the property several times, but has not been able to fully determine whether what? it's being used as a restaurant. <laughs> Yet, a woman shared a photo of a leaflet advertising the eatery, writing, quote, Hey, beautiful people, come visit Orlando's. <laughs> Open every day from 4 to 10. Located on Earlwich Road, Norwich. Wow. Earlham Road. I mean, how can't they figure show up any day between 4 and 10 and ask for a table? <laughs> the North Central Council says they are continuing to, continuing to look into the issue. It is bonkers or bananas uh, that uh, uh, they cannot get to the bottom of this. That, that seems like, so how are people funny. being served food and yet no one who matters uh, in this regard can catch them in the act? Does he have like a secret bookcase that's like he hits right. the button and the, you know, <laughs> the, the hibachi the pops up, just goes into a bookcase. Yeah, when somebody comes in to ask for a table, they're like, "You have to tell me if you work for the Norwich <laughs> City Council." 
Yeah, that's a requirement from the north. Yes. If you get out of the city uh, council, you have to say if you are. I wanna, like you have to say. I wish we could hear from people that have eaten there. <laughs> yes, fortune. Okay, someone, yes. please go and eat at Orlando. Please, bananas. This is the only restaurant I want to eat after the Great Quar is over. Oh, I yeah. want to be, for, and his name is Orlando Williams. He's British, and he has a Japanese barbecue sushi <laughs> restaurant. It is flawless. I can't wait for y'all to look at our Instagram and see this photo. It is he is flagrant. Oh, this I is not this. subtle. God, imagine living I, in this neighborhood, just being like, "There's, I'm just." Trying to tell you guys, there's a restaurant next door. <laughs> <laughs> if you have, like your neighbor just started a restaurant, <laughs> it would be very clear to be able to determine. I remember in New Orleans, and I want—I'm saying this on the podcast because I want to find this place again, and I've never been able to find it. I went there once, one trip, maybe ten years ago, twelve years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. No, it was longer, maybe twenty years ago to New Orleans, and it was a po' boy place that was in someone's house. Mm. And I think wow. it was way down on Magazine Street. It is the best po' boy I've ever had in my entire life. I think about it every time I have wow. a, a have a sandwich. <laughs> and it was literally just like a Twice house. Twice a day. Once a day. And it was a house <laughs> with a lawn. And you would walk up the lawn, and it didn't look like a restaurant at all. And then you would open the door and then inside, like where the living room should be, was like just a fucking sandwich shop. Wow. And oh it was, God. but there was no sign, nothing like that. It was sell, and that's why it feels so mysterious. If anyone from New Orleans knows what I'm talking about, please <laughs> hit me up. I want to go He's back once get the that boy. Yes, over. absolutely. Yeah, when I was at home, they had just converted some house into a restaurant. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Okay, sure. I mean, it, it was like at the cusp of like where there was another restaurant and then residential areas. So they, I think, just hit the cutoff. Uh-huh. Uh, but it would be weird to be the neighbor where, like, it, you know, the backyard, er- everyone's dining oh, yeah. and you're like, having <laughs> yes. a, you're trying to have a family barbecue. Yeah, you're having a quinceanera <laughs> and Orlando's over there rolling an egg with a spatula. <laughs> um, Fortune, what is, does Charlotte have a, that does that area have a specific food? I know North Carolina is good barbecue, but is there any local thing there that you're known for? Uh, biscuits, barbecue. Biscuits. Lot, I mean, North Carolina really is the barbecue state. Uh, a different mm-hmm. kind of barbecue than like Texas. It's all like pulled pork yeah. kind of stuff. Uh, and so it's all good. about the and like sauces. a vinegary sauce. The East Coast, uh, Eastern part is vinegar. The Western part is like a smoked barbecue sauce. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And then we're just mainly known for fried food. Any yes. take any vegetable, fry it, <laughs> dunk it in ranch. That's yep. what we're known. Not bad. We're just known for being fatty <laughs> well, fat a- fats. <laughs> I have a ranch story. I'll, I'll finish on a ranch story since you brought. We have a lot of food today, Kurt. We're doing a lot of food stories. Oh yeah. Do you have any? Do you have any other food stories? Do you have non-food stories? I have something that used to be a food story. Well, we started with oh, butthole and then in food. Yeah. We're, so let's come out the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, maybe I went too too much butt, but there's never too, too much, much butt. butt. Constipated woman lost 10 years of memory after straining hard on toilet. No. Whoa. Come on. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I mean, that's where you're this just is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is totally true because I saw it in multiple, multiple uh, places. But of course, I chose as mine the Mirror UK because. Oh, the best. The UK. This was sent in by at Jackie Khaki. Jackie Khaki. Uh, Jackie Khaki. 
from Instagram. There's no no one wrote this. Uh, it's just by man. Them. People mm. need to Craziest. start putting their bylines on these uh, pieces of artwork <laughs> yeah. here. People, yeah, nobody wants to admit they wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I just I didn't write this. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about like the the best part also about this is that because it's the mirror, it's just. Like it's a funny story, but then it's they all they have to make it more trashy mm-hmm. by the stock photo they chose oh, is yeah. of a woman pantsless, <laughs> and then she has like a tank top on with no bra. On. Yep, yep. And it's just sure. like, the constipation story doesn't need the sexy photo, guys. <laughs> yeah, not- I'm turned on already. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the sexy photo. I'm already there. Uh, a constipated woman lost more than 10 years of memories after straining too hard on the toilet. It is claimed oh, the anonymous woman had a, quote, mental blackout because of constipation, <laughs> according to reports from Hong Kong. The China Post claims the woman f- forgot a decade of her life for an eight-hour period after struggling on the toilet. Her memory returned after an overnight stay in the hospital, <laughs> although she still cannot remember the eight hours after her visit to the laboratory. Neurologist Dr. Peng Zhang Zong, I'm sorry if I messed you that tried. up, told repu- reporters, <laughs> reporters, <laughs> reporters that the woman suffered from a transient global amnesia, Whoa. mysterious condition resulting wow. in sudden memory loss. Whoa. Wow. Uh, there That's it is. She apparently cut off blood to her brain. <laughs> ten years. And I wonder how they d- they determined ten years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where you're like, yeah. uh, uh, I, well, I can't remember anything from college. Let's go back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was the last movie you saw? <laughs> Batman Begins. <laughs> last night. Back to I was school. trying to think of a movie. <laughs> I don't know if that's 22. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> wow. So it was from The Strain... Yep, That's... just cut off the blood. It's gone. And also, I was when I first saw the story, I was like, "I'm not. We're not doing this one." I was like, "We're not doing this one." It's just, it's too much potty humor. And mm-hmm. then I have not stopped thinking about this woman. <laughs> cool. Since I saw this for months, I've been like, "That, that is a crazy." That's story. a major so, constipation strain. Ten years to, for it to trigger s- such memory loss. Unbearable. I She's so not, I don't remember her. the eight hours following. Uh, well, I passed out. Good. <laughs> yeah, probably for the best. Well, Somebody weirdly, you got up and ass. ran a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> you floated around the room for a little while. I became an internet meme. Um. Yeah. Uh, that's wild, though. Like, you also hope that she forgot something bad like in those a lot of bad stuff can happen in 10 years like the bad example would be like what if this had happened and she forgot 9-11 she just forgot or like this year has been so crazy and it's like yeah. oh i have no recollection of COVID at all like she forgot may if she really lost 10 years of memory like she might be living a happier life <laughs> <laughs> i don't know I if this is necessarily a bad good thing or bad. She's like, can yeah. I remember up to the housing crisis? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's nuts. Wow. Well, well, at least she got it back. She can, now she remembers all, the, all yeah. the good and bad that's happened in the last 10 years. Thank God. Thank God. Okay. Give I can ranch it up. Story. Last story. This was sent in today by a ton of 
uh, our lovely bananimals. Uh, the first I saw was Melissa Albitz on Instagram. Thank you so much. Also, my good friend who listens to the pod, Edin Dranger, sent this in. So thank you, Edin. Uh, this is from the Wichita Eagle, written by Jason Tidd, the best in the biz. Yeah. Um, Jason tells us, Kansas City, uh, Kansas teen taken into custody after covering himself in ranch, damaging property, and crashing a car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I yeah. love the Rube. The Rube Goldberg ones are the, the killers for me. The things that just set off other things are the best. So, a teenage boy who is naked and covered in ranch dressing crashed a vehicle at a Kansas gas station early Saturday morning. <laughs> the disturbance was reported around 3.30 a.m., shockingly, at Petro Deli Convenience Store in Shawnee County, Kansas. Who, a, a vacation destination for the whole family. <laughs> uh, a seventh quote, the sheriff's office says, a 17-year-old male was naked and under the influence of a substance. Mm. He covered himself. So he, this kid enters the store. <clears throat> naked covers himself in ranch dressing damaged proper property inside the business runs outside jumps into a running vehicle and crashes into a nearby pillar <laughs> <laughs> that drug oh. i bet you that drug starts with m and it ate marijuana <laughs> yeah he was taken to a local hospital and later released to his parents, which you know must have been fun. Uh, the criminal aspects of the incident are under investigation, <laughs> and we are happy to report that no one was injured during this incident. They're like, we, f- yeah. they're like, we feel like we need to charge him with something, but we don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is being a bozo. <laughs> I guess three bucks for the ranch. And, His uh, mom's like, yeah, you smell like ranch again. <laughs> <laughs> Stop taking It is a drugs. shame. <laughs> so in the, it's a sh- but what the bigger question is, is in this petrol deli, there's just a tub of ranch that's available to him? Could be. <laughs> or you just, Could he be. just got a bottle and like. Yeah, I think uh, he bottled it. I thought he, he was a chicken a wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to Hooters. Grab that Hidden Valley. Weirdly, I am Ranch. <laughs> if he yelled, "I'm Hooters," it's a shame they don't have his name too. I like names so much, but I just know in this county in Kansas, for this kid, he must have just had a just an absolutely sterling name. Like it must have been sensational. And uh, I'm sure his parents yelled it loudly when they picked him up from the yeah. hospital. Scooter Fabian. <laughs> Scooter really It good. is funny to me when people take these kind of drugs by themselves. Uh, yes. Where they're just like, well, let's just see what happens. Uh. <laughs> Tonight's the night. Or it's like he's the last one left. You know what I mean? There was like four of them and three of them have gone to bed and he's like, I'm going pour myself, pour ranch on myself at the deli. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he was overheating. That's kind of what I thought when I first read it. Like the way, like oh, if you yeah. eat spicy chicken wings and you dunk them in ranch to cool it down, I wonder if he was like a 102 meth fever and just was like, I need to cool this body down <laughs> now. Let's head to Petro. And also, I bet in play, I've never been to this Petro Deli, but 3 30, what else is open? I mean, maybe you get a huddle house if you're lucky, but dear. Lord, I love him. Oh, oh yeah, Scooter Fabian. We're gonna say it's Scooter Fabian. <laughs> <laughs> Our new fake intern. Where's your go-to when you're on the road? Where's your go-to for food after a show? 
Oh, gosh. I mean, if I'm doing a, cl- a club, I'm just like, can you uh, wrap me up some chicken wings or a burger to go? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, 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 Chili's is probably my go-to because mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, an easy one. Uh, but uh, before a show, I'll try to, uh, if I'm not eating after, I try to ask the locals where is the place to go? Oh, God. Because uh, yes. I'm like, I want to dig into whatever uh, garbage food it's always love. garbage, too. Yeah, There's no so place fried. where they're like, our specialty is a kale salad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's always like, our specialty is just a pile of dog food that then we dump <laughs> cheese on and we deep fry it in this trash can. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> and you definitely learn that food is subjective, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Not oh, just a uh, uh, butthole art. Uh, but yeah. F- yeah. food as well. You're like, oh, this place is disgusting. And there's like a line out the door. And then other times you get some real gems where you're like, this is the greatest restaurant I've ever been to in my life. Why can't there be a yes. one in L.A.? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. And sometimes it's it's like when you're visiting and you want the local tip, a lot of times you'll ask somebody and you, I fail to remember like, Hey, when you're living somewhere, you're just eating where you like to eat. Yeah, you're going to Chili's. You're going mm-hmm. to Applebee's. You're going to wherever the local is. So I've asked people and I've been like, what's good to eat around here? And uh, I was in Birmingham and I expected them to tell me some barbecue joint or something. And the concierge, the, concierge, the clerk at the hotel was like, oh, there's a cheesecake factory. And I was like, you know what? Works for me. <laughs> that like, is my go-to. Yeah. I love a cheesecake factory. That uh, oh, a twenty-page yeah? menu oh, yeah. that ruins it by telling you how mm. many calories is in each thing. They yes. now have like a, they now have like a reduced calorie uh. page that you can get, which is everything on the menu, but it's just half the <laughs> calories, and they just give you half, half the, the order. <laughs> I'm like, don't tell me the avocado rolls are two thousand calories. I thought I was being it's healthy. So crazy. <laughs> as a starter, it's a health, as a as starter, it's a healthy fat. It's a healthy fat. <laughs> I know, and, and, and it's so fun. Their decor is insane. It's, it's like so Egypt crazy. movie theater yeah. in the nineteen in nineteen ninety five. That's my favorite. That place. was uh, there's one in the Glendale at uh, the mm-hmm. Americana, and I, there was a two year period where I would only take work drinks there. So I started <laughs> it with Mamrie Hart. Uh, Fortunately, I don't know if you know Mamrie, but she was a guest on the show too. Yeah, North Carolina girl yeah. from Boonville. Nice. Um, and we would drink there, and then I just found it the funniest place to tell people to meet me, and then <laughs> the Americana has great parking, so everybody would be like, this is actually really fun, and then I would start to see people taking work drinks and lunches at that. It's so, like, there, there's a post-irony to life where you just go, actually, I really like this, and this is a really good time. Yeah. I'm, I'm such all, trash that there's a, a even nicer version of the Cheesecake Factory called mm. The Grand Lux. And there used to be one in L.A. And it's same decor, but it's supposed to be even fancier. (laughs) Even fancier. (laughs) Then the factory. And then there's one in in Vegas, I think, and one in Chicago. The L.A. one shut down, and it was the saddest day of my life. Uh, And anytime I'm in Chicago, Jackson will be like, you know, Chicago has like the greatest food in the country. Uh She's like, where do you want to go? I'm like, the Grand Lux. (laughs) (laughs) I just recorded my Netflix special. We're going to the Grand Lux. It sounds, it just means like big, beautiful. (laughs) Those words. The Grand Grand Lux. Lux. 
big expensive. Yes. Uh. And if the one in Vegas isn't attached to a casino, if it is attached to a casino, they should have cocktail waitresses that bring you slices of cheesecake yes. when you're playing table uh. games. Oh, like yeah. you can only drink so, so much. If they brought you a little slice of cheesecake, <laughs> I'd be like, here, here's a chip. <laughs> One buck. <laughs> thank you so much for that. <laughs> well, for- Fortune, thank you so much for coming on the show. Do you have anything you want to plug? No, I mean, this is such a treat. It was so fun to talk to you guys and, and laugh. I think that's the most important right now is just laughing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, check out my, my Netflix special, Sweet and Salty. That's, uh, that's Oh, best. I do have a movie coming out uh, called Chick Fight. Uh, it's coming nice. out in oh, November cool. on video on demand, and then I think it will stream somewhere. But it's a uh, Malin Ackerman, Alec Baldwin. Nice. Uh, it's basically Ooh. a female fight club, so it's really fun. Oh, that's awesome! Hell yeah, yeah. I play the referee. Chick fight. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> nice. So I only had to learn how to do one fight. They were like, um, "Yeah, we're gonna uh, let's just keep it to one fight, and uh, <laughs> your fight will be like thirty seconds long." I'm like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Fortune, you've been to a lady footlocker, right? Just do what they do That's there, right. but around Mall and Ackerman. <laughs> Thanks so much for being on Bananas. Thank you. Bananas. 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 B A N A N A S. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme song by Kehan Amadi. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. So please follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post so many more stories and make it here. And you can share with us your strange news story by DMing us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast. So listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bananas. Bananas. Bananas.